straight from the boardroom to the microphone. I'm April Garcia, and this is Pivot Me, easily applied tools and hacks to get you ahead. This isn't just a podcast. This is an upgrade for your life. helping good people become even better. This is Pivot Me. You know, in light of the changing times with the COVID-19 virus, we're doing something a little different here at Pivot Me. We've actually sort of postponed all our standard interview series that we were doing um, starting next week. And what we've done is decide to have some real talk with some real business owners on how, how they're managing the situation, how they're pivoting their business, um, what hurdles they're facing, but also what opportunities may exist for them. And this is a way to, to have some, some real discussions about what's going on. Obviously, it's a very, very dynamic situation that changes. Um, what we talk about today may not be applicable four days from now, but just understanding how different business owners are navigating these tumultuous waters right now. And also kind of hopefully to speak some hope and some encouragement into the other business owners of, hey, this is what I did. Hey, this is, you know, maybe a loan I applied for, or this is how I handled my staffing solution, or this is how I'm trying to bring, you know, some, some sort of normalcy or peace to my staff and my family in these times. So we are very lucky today to have Miss Raylena Shirley, uh, co-founder and CEO of Hide It Mounts. Um, we know each other on a personal, uh, professional level and also a personal level. Definitely. And, yeah. And I'm really, really glad that you're able to, uh, we'll say, find the time to join us today. Schedule- well, gee, I seem to have a lot these days. <laughs> right. That's right. Usually a very, very busy person, but now um, schedule has been freed up for this, uh, for this call. So... Thanks for coming on Pivot Me. So I would love for you to tell us about who you are and what you do and who you do it for. All right. So the super quick lowdown is Hide It Mounts. We make wall mounts for game consoles, cable boxes, media players. So right now, when everyone's staring at that mess of cords and electronics, they're probably going to want our product. Whether or not they think they can afford it, I don't know. We'll see. But uh, so basically, we are an online-born business. Um, been in business for over a decade, and um, have basically seen the entire transition from, you know, with social media to e-commerce, etc. So we sell on multiple resale platforms like Amazon and eBay, etc., as well as our direct website. We heavily advertise on various online. Ad, ad, ad platforms like Google as well as social media, of course. So um, that's kind of a little bit about what we do. My role in the business definitely is predominantly on the marketing front, um, aside from obviously all of the, the big decisions have to have my stamp of approval. So Wonderful. Wonderful. So that's a little bit on the business. So on the personal side, how are you guys coping right now? Uh, well, I have three sons who are very active athletes who have now been cooped up in the house for a week. So I think that they're almost to the point that Fortnite is no longer as entertaining and definitely are super antsy to get outside. Although we do live in an area that we have a walking path right behind us, which is super alluring and seems like a fantastic idea, except for everyone is out there. Hmm. So we are still cooped up inside for the time being. And it's definitely been quite um, quite a challenge because I enjoy working from home. I, I did it for many, many years, but I did it while the kids were not here. <laughs> mm, yeah. With them here is a bit different. Changes it, right? Right? It does. 
So it definitely just, does. And just in a practical, like, how are you doing calls, for example? I mean, again, we were kind of talking about this before we officially started, but I mean, we, we're doing a video chat right now. How are you managing? Again, real talk is, how do you keep your sons out of the room while you're having this conversation? <laughs> how, how are things not getting thrown around right now? You know, uh, well, right now, my husband had to, to politely escort my youngest one out so that he wouldn't be distracting. So there's that. Um, but... Uh, you know, it's been, it's, it's been entertaining. Um, you know, I'll be on a video call and normally I'm facing the other direction. And so people can see the full space, which we, you know, have a, a office attached to our master bedroom. So kids have come in and been jumping all over the bed. You can see the dogs lounging around, which is their favorite place to be when we're working from home. So, uh, it's, it is what it is, right? Yeah. Like, I think we're all facing this challenge and I think that, um, we're all going to have to give each other a bit of grace that it's going to be this and it's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were talking before um, we started about that, that it creates a humanness between us all, right? So instead sure. of just always putting our best foot forward and, and sort of seeing our polished highlight reel, we're getting to see everyone's backstories now. Um, yeah. And it's funny because I've, I've had conversations with some people that I didn't even know the ages of their kids. And now I've seen their kids. I've seen their kids running <laughs> in pajamas or like a baby sitting on a lap. And um, there's actually something kind of comforting about that because it, it reminds us that we're, we're all in this together, right? You know, it's kind of funny because I, I agree with you and that is going to, I think, be some more of what we end up seeing from people. And in this world where everyone is just putting on this front on social media and things, you know, you kind of don't have that same perspective anymore. You know, no one's, not too many people are going to be posting these just beautiful travel photos and all of the great things that they do. Now it's the real life, you know, what are you actually doing? And, you know, on a business side, yes, for people to actually see like, oh, yeah, you know, she's also a mom. I forgot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. I mean, that's definitely different for people. Sure. Sure is. So as far as your staff, so is your staff in, in the office, field, um, virtual, what, what's your staff makeup and, and what, is, what was it up until recently? And then what does it look like now? So our setup, normally our office setup or our location is half office and half warehouse. So um, we had uh, a handful of people in the back in the warehouse and then um, a few more in the front in the office. You know, the timing with spring break and things like that. Um, I do have a couple of college students that work for me. So, um, you know, they're, they're kind of just gone right now. We did have a couple temps that we did go ahead and, and let go of for the time being. But then otherwise, everybody that was working in the office is working from home now. They're, they're adjusting to that remote situation. And this week has actually been really good. Um, I made the call before it was mandated. And I don't know that it's technically mandated for us at the moment, but I think it's just a better choice. And so everybody was able to take home everything that they needed to be able to work efficiently at home. And I think that transition has been actually very, very good. This week has been incredibly productive um, and quite positive too. It wasn't like that, surprise, you just need to take all your stuff and go. It was, okay, guys, take your time today. Like, go home midday. Once you have all your stuff packed up, go home, get it set up, get yourself comfortable. Um, and so that's been a really good transition. The warehouse and the physical part of it has been a bit of a challenge. And uh, 
right now, I'm not sure what that's going to look like. We're paring that down to really only in the necessary operations, which is essentially just fulfilling orders. And truth be told right now, because we have also like probably most everyone seen a drastic decline in business, we do have the ability to probably get that done with one or two of us. And so that could mean literally uh, Chuck and I going in and doing it and that we don't necessarily need our staff to do that. We don't need to expose them. Um, we don't need to worry about the safe distancing because, you know, I sleep next to them. So it's probably fine. <laughs> sure. Sure. And with the staff that get went home and, and started working from home, and it sounds like you guys were ahead of the curve as far as preparation and, and okay, let's not rush this. Let's be strategic about it. Was that staff accustomed to working from home? And if they are not, like, have you guys hit hurdles of, oh, well, people, whatever that is, maybe their internet isn't as fast as they need to, or maybe they weren't a role that had a laptop. Have you, like the actual practical application of, was everybody ready to just get right home and and dial in? um, Or did it take a little while for that adjustment to occur? Um, it definitely did take a little bit for some. No, not, none of them were used to working from home. I will say that since we do so much on social media that some of us regularly worked nights and weekends periodically hopping in, but I mean, some of that could just be done from your phone. Um, as far as internet, I do have one who she was a little bit challenged with it because uh, there are several people in her household that work from home. <laughs> So, uh, you know, being is that we make mounts for a variety of devices, I do have excess devices that are, you know, routers and, and things like that, um, wireless boosters. And so I offered those up, but it, she ended up figuring out a solution and it wasn't an issue. And I don't think she's had any problem aside from when the kids needed to get online for online school. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's, it, it, it's, it's definitely been a transition, although um, I, I did try to take the approach of letting them know early on a Friday morning, so last week, Friday morning, that this was the plan. Take your time. Grab the things that you think you're going to need because you're probably not coming back anytime soon. So take your files, take your, your computer, your monitors, everything that you need. Um, and so everybody was able to kind of pack things up. They weren't rushed. It was, you know... 10 o'clock in the morning. And I was like, go home, take the time that you need to create a space that you can work in. You know, I was, I wasn't worried about whether or not they continued working the rest of the day or not. Some of them were up and running by noon. Some were up and running at two, some were up and running at five, you know, mm-hmm. and it wasn't really a concern because then they still had the whole weekend to figure it out and then deal with it um, on Monday morning. And on Monday morning at 8am, everybody was ready to go. It was wonderful. Sure. Absolutely. What is, um, what's the biggest hurdles you guys are facing now? We do need to figure out financially how to weather the storm. So, um, last Friday in making that decision, um, and I feel like, you know, to some extent, I feel like we were ahead of the curve, but really we were still pretty far behind. Um, we probably could have, should have seen this coming a bit sooner. And, um, so since we do sell heavily on Amazon, they offer, they were, had been for a long time offering a loan, which is pretty much shark loans, you know, like they're terrible, but Can you describe, what, what, what do you mean by shark loans? Just well, they're, really high interest rates or they're due back in a year. You mm. pay them back immediately and it's a one year term. <laughs> like it's gotcha. not that helpful. Sure. Um, sure. It's fortunately, Bandaid, very quick bandaid oh, that's to be pulled off very quickly. Yes. And fortunately, they had this um, option 
set up similar to what they had done not terribly long ago um, pre-holiday season, because obviously a lot of us have to ramp up inventory, but we don't get paid for it until holidays kick in, right? So uh, they did have a three-month interest-only option, and so we went ahead and opted for that, and um, which just makes the the other nine months payments much larger. But um, I figured, you know, this was definitely a let's just let's band-aid it for the time being and figure out how to get through this. And so that that did give me some safety and security, but you know, we are still digging through the finances, trying to identify what we can adjust, you know, starting to make a list of vendors that we might be able to either push back services, pause services, or, you know, like even our landlord, like, can we negotiate? Can we work a deal? Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, I have an empty office right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. No one's there. So, um, you know, those are the kind of things that we're working on. Um, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful that we can make some adjustments for that. But like even just little things like uh, we do customer support through Zendesk and we pay for um, four seats current or we were paying for four seats and each seat's like 125 bucks a month. I was like, oh, we're going to turn that down. Mm -hmm. So um, we don't need to have that many people on in any given time. We're going to have to share the seats. I know they say that's a no-no, but sorry, Zendesk. It's either that or, you know, we Mm -hmm. go through through a different option. So um, financially, that's the big challenge is figuring out, okay, what does the forecast look like now? What do we think is realistic to expect? Do we think that that in in 30 days that we're going to be back up and running? I mean, at this point in time, I'm not sure. Uh, Nevada, we're looking at April 16th before we're doing much of anything. So, um, you know, are our sales still at least going to still continue trickling in or not? Uh, fortunately, we do have a lot of commercial clients that do large commercial AV integration, and we are still seeing orders from them I think that this is a time if everybody is working from home and not in offices, it's an opportune time to do some of those upgrades and things. So mm-hmm. I'm hopeful that we'll start seeing that uptick a little bit more. We have been contacted for product for some of the hospitals that are being quickly put together. So we'll see a little bit out of that. But generally, uh, consumer confidence is uh, low at the moment. They're definitely unsure. There's just so much uncertainty. Mm-hmm. that how do we plan for that? Do we need to plan three months? I think we do. Um, I think it's prudent to plan further out, expect the worst and hope for the best. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what we're trying to do, but kind of sift. It's like, I feel like a little bit we're sifting through the rubble to try to figure out where to begin. Sure. Absolutely. So, you know, it brings me to my next question is about how your your business is pivoting. And what I heard in there is that commercial clients are still coming in and there might be some opportunity for either existing hospitals or all, all the makeshift hospitals that are happening. How are you pivoting your business? I'm sure, um, and, and just to set the question up, everybody that I talk to, they're like, oh, I'm, I'm currently sitting here with a whiteboard or a pad of paper working on my pivot. So, um, yeah. And, it's, it's, it's definitely dynamic, but have you thought about how you are going to pivot your business? Because, um, in unprecedented times, there can also be unprecedented opportunity. So have you seen, Absolutely. have you identified some opportunities, whether that's the new hospitals, what, what's out there for you to pivot towards? 
Well, I will say that not to be like a doomsday type of person, but looking at the market cycles, I anticipated another downturn regardless, right? So I had been thinking about what are some of the things that we want to do when, if, and when that happens. I mean, it's really not an if, right? It's all cyclical. We know it's going to happen. Um, And so there are some things that I had been toying around with, not necessarily expecting that I would need to kind of start hitting the gas. But, you know, as far as the business, the core business, as it stands right now, um, we're still a little bit in kind of triage mode. What do we need to do just to keep things alive as it stands? Again, I have a little bit of security knowing that we have some money, but like that, that, that could go real quick. So we need to kind of put things in place to make that, um, to conserve funds, conserve capital. But beyond that, there's other things that we've discussed. So for example, we have built a pretty solid brand and um, we have a lot of knockoffs, which I do think from um, just that stance that that's going to create opportunity for us. I think we're going to be able to gain back a lot of, a lot of market share. Um, I think that they're going to struggle much more than what we do because in order to compete with us, they've had to undercut us mm-hmm. and much of their product is not made locally, whereas, or locally being in the U.S., whereas the majority of our product is. Um, we do have some overseas manufacturing, but the bulk of it is still made here. And nonetheless, we're the brand. Without Amazon, they struggle. Amazon currently, um, and you're probably not aware, but Amazon currently is not accepting any shipments from non-essential items. Mm -hmm. So whatever inventory we have there is all we have there for, I don't know how long. Mm -hmm. Um, And so again, they sell only through Amazon. Many of them do not have their own distribution even in the United States. So again, I think that's going to create some opportunity for us to gain back some market share, which will be nice. Um, Although people may not be buying that much right now, period. So we'll see. Sure. But if you're getting Um, a larger slice of that pie that they are buying, because I know that that's something you guys have struggled with is the copycats, all the... Oh, yeah. um, um, the knockoff products, as you said, they tend to run on really margins down. I was going to say they tend to run on really lean margins, which yeah. means that they often can't weather storms like this. Correct. So, um, you know, to me, that kind of is a okay. Let's see how that plays out. I'm hopeful that that means that we can actually raise our prices to a reasonable amount versus what we're doing right now, which is sometimes literally paying customers to take our product, which is outrageous. Um, So hopefully we can get into a better situation with that. But, you know, because we've built a brand and because we know how to drive traffic to our website, we have, um, you know, we have, I wouldn't say mastered, but we've become pretty adept at running online ads in the various places that creates a lot of opportunity. And if people are going to start looking toward being online shoppers and not not feeling that insecurity um, that, oh, I, I can only trust buying it through Amazon, but now starting to trust buying it from um, other e-commerce channels. And I think, you know, just, just some of the conversations today even makes me realize some of these, you know, brick and mortar businesses that have thrived just fine until this being strictly offline are going to start looking at big moving to online, I think that's going to increase consumer confidence in buying from smaller companies online, which all of that just helps us because, you know, we had to leverage Amazon many, many years ago because of people not being confident buying from whatever random website. 
And if that shifts and turns, you know, we really own that market, at least for our market. And we can certainly easily expand that by ensuring that we've got the eyes, we've got the SEO, we've got the advertising, we've got the eyes on our website already. Mm -hmm. So now it's going to be, okay, what other complementary products can we add? And kind of the shift between trying to be just a brand and a product company or considering carrying more products and expanding into being more of an e-commerce um, presence has been kind of this constant, what do we do? You know, do we dilute the brand or not? You know, like, can we become, you know, what Amazon might have been 15 years ago or whenever they started? And I think that now is an opportunity to really test that even further. We've tested it here and there with some products, um, but I think now is the time to up the ante on that. So that's one adjustment that we're going to be making that, again, I don't think it was anything new per se, but it just increases the viability of it as an area to expand. But then also, you know, if these companies that are traditionally in-person businesses are looking to expand to um, an e-commerce front, the reality is, is that myself, I've always been searching for resources to get information on how to do it better um, and insight into it. And while you can find a tremendous amount of information about Facebook advertising online, oftentimes it's geared towards services. It's not necessarily geared toward um, product companies. And uh, I feel like that might be a way that I can give back and also create simply another business. Sure. Absolutely. You know, and just thinking about um, our discussion as well. Thank thank you for that. I'm thinking about our discussion around your employees earlier. And you know, in this time where a lot of people, you know, to be honest, they're, they're, they're frightened. What is, what are you doing, whether it's with your staff or whether it's with your family or community to kind of, um, ease their concerns. And again, I'm not, not promoting, you know, Hey, let's ignore what's actually going on, but it's more around, Hey, you know, some people are having conversations with their employees every morning and kind of having a virtual huddle and saying, Hey guys, it's okay. We're pivoting. We're looking ahead, you know, don't worry, there's still going to be, you know, food on your table. Um, And some industries, that's not an option. We have some industries that have been really, really hard hit and had to do some pretty serious layoffs. Um, Is there a way that you're managing that with your staff and kind of leading them through this? Yeah, I, I, I'd like to think so. You know, the, the office staff, uh, the front of the house, the marketing team, that's where we're most robust. And so where we do currently have the most staff that I'm actively involved with. And with them, I mean, we're slacking all day long, right? So uh, we're doing doing Zoom calls. Um, we've had, you know, normally anyways, we're following along with our normal schedule. I'm trying to keep as much normalcy as I can in the areas that we can. So meetings have all stayed on track. They're just on Zoom instead. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we still have our one-on-one meetings also on Zoom instead. Now I've incorporated, because I do have a newer employee, I've incorporated some training that I'm doing, which is just it's awesome. I'm super excited because since I'm doing it on Zoom, it's being recorded. I've got the screen share recorded. I now ha- I'm starting to build a database of training for anybody and everybody down the road so that I don't have to actually do it every time. Mm-hmm. So, um, no, but I think with as far as the sentiment is concerned, I was very transparent with them that number one, obviously seeing the writing a little bit earlier, like, no, you guys need to work from home. We need to keep safe. Um, but also I was transparent about them, 
uh, about the loan with them. And that my whole purpose for that was to be able to keep them working and keep things moving forward and um, that they really shouldn't have to worry. And, you know, I can't take care of everybody for forever. That's, Mm -hmm. that is the hard reality that I could potentially have to face. And I, I don't necessarily want to, but at the same token, you know, I went out with that, no, not knowing what kind of support we might be able to see down the road, not expecting any support. Now with that SBA disaster loan opportunity, you know, that gives us the possibility to take that one year loan and actually have that extend out over 30 years, which would be much better. And I, at least I have the comfort in knowing that if there are any that I truly do need to lay off, that they will be able to obtain unemployment insurance. Hmm. So that kind of changes the perspective a little bit. I'm not going to make any moves and leave any of my team high and dry by any stretch of the imagination. And I have been very transparent about how important that is to me. Sure. And that's great. And I I think that um, they're lucky to have you as their leader. That's one thing that's for sure. Um, One of the things that you you touched on, I think is really important is, hey, I was training someone and I did a recorded Zoom call and now I have a training platform. So I think that just highlighted a great opportunity for many um, businesses that don't have some kind of fixed training platform. This came up on another call where he was saying, well, typically I train in the office and now I'm not in the office with her. So I'm getting creative on how we do that. So um, I think this highlights a great opportunity, especially for small businesses that maybe don't have standard operating procedures or, hey, sit down and watch the 60 minute video on how we do our, whatever it is, bookkeeping or our marketing. This is a great opportunity for not only the business owners, but the staff. That's a great way to repurpose them, right? Hey, this is how we create a, a platform for your job and, and to put it online. Or if you're going to bring on an intern or somebody else, this is the way to to walk through what we're doing. You know, we've touched on Zoom many times. The Zoom CEO has has extended free uh, accounts, which are amazing. So people can connect, but also this is a great opportunity for businesses um, to leverage where, all right, I'm going to talk through this process that we do and we can do screen share so they can actually see every click of my mouse. And that is a great thing for uh, people to be focusing on right now. Because again, it not only gives us uh, an important task to do right now in the moment, which is important because an idle mind right now could be a little dangerous. Um, It's an important task, but also talk about dividends down the road, right? I mean, you could be using that for years. Well, and, and the training, the most recent training that I did with my team, um, it was something that I probably would have only trained my new person on. And instead, it was very easy for me to say, hey, why don't you guys just all participate in this half an hour uh, Zoom with me and you can learn it as well. And you may not need it, but at least you have that knowledge in case you do, it won't be completely foreign. Mm -hmm. And so from a cross training stance, I'm actually really excited about that, but also future employee onboarding and things like that. I mean, it just, it, it, it's going to make life so much easier. Absolutely. So as far as resources, so you mentioned um, the, um, the SBA loan, what resources mm-hmm. have helped you in this time? Um, well, I, I definitely have been um, involved with, with EO and um, that's been pretty great. We had a call, uh, on Friday, that was uh, the whole chapter, and getting to hear kind of the insight. Um, our our sponsors, we had banking professionals on there that were um, providing some insights and 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 letting us know 
what things look like with that SBA loan, what we need to do. Um, For example, one of the things that came up that honestly, I probably would have never thought of is that many of us in our business insurance have some sort of a uh, revenue guarantee clause. And while right now they're saying that it does not apply to this situation, the suggestion is to go ahead and uh, file those claims, expecting them to be denied. But that way, if there is a change in what the government's stance is in uh, supporting and assisting small businesses through that, you have that paper trail already set up. So uh, EO has definitely been tremendous as far as providing and sharing information. And otherwise, you know, resource wise, definitely listening to what our community leaders are saying. It was great. I think you were listening to it as well, listening to our mayor, Hillary Sheevy speak today um, and give some insight. She herself as a business owner also. And yeah, I'm hopeful about that SBA loan. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, what, um, and, and just for reference, um, EO is entrepreneurs organization. Um, is there any habits that you're keeping up right now that's helping you, whether that's a morning routine or you mentioned that, Hey, we're still doing all our meetings and it's at the same time. And that's whether that's business or personal. Um, what habits are you, are you maintaining right now? Well, I had been in a, a phase of a lot of bad habits as far as just not, taking care of myself. So this week, like I I mentioned, has still been kind of just a lot of transition and adjustment, but I'm looking forward to having a bit more time to actually get back to a routine and regimen of working out. Um, I will say that part of my challenge has historically been the eating out factor. Well, that's gone. And I used to cook a lot and um, I'm actually cooking again, which I hadn't probably in like two or three years really. And last night, because we did stock up on meat from uh, a local supplier, because it was, uh, it was an incredibly safe situation. Sierra meat and seafood was wonderful. Um, able to, you know, just order and like, they literally just put it in the back of the truck, didn't even have to touch or encounter really anyone. But we opted to get a bunch of ahi. So last night we made sushi. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Sushi is quite an endeavor too for not cooking to two or three years and going to sushi. I mean, man, you guys like went all out. <laughs> Tonight's pokey. <laughs> Got to wow. use up that ahi. <laughs> Got to go through it all. Yeah, of course. Is yeah. there, um, so it, kind of the flip side to that, and then just a couple more questions and we'll wrap up. But um, we talked about habits that you are doing now, things you are doing. Um, one of the things that's come up on a few other calls is what are you not doing? What are you staying away from? So I've heard a, I've heard a few things. Some of them are, <laughs> I'm staying away from certain people because they are they they are concerning to me, or maybe they are um, saying things that are you know not serving me right now. I've seen some people putting the limits on social media. Hey, I'm going to check this much in the morning and this much at night, and then everything in between. I need to stay away from them. Is there anything like that that you're implementing? Uh, well, I'm, I'm relatively vocal on social media often. So, uh, I will say that I am trying my best to shut down some of the pessimism, but at the same token, so that it doesn't impact me during the day, I have been on social, not at all, basically during the day, which is pretty unusual for me, I must admit. Um, I've got my team that is handling social media for the business and, um, you know, I'm trying to keep abreast of what information is being shared there, but I'm also trying to be very conscientious of, I'm not going to let that negativity in. And instead I'm going to try to, um, 
rebuttal it a little bit and kind of let people know like, hey, it, it, it is going to be okay. We're going to get through this. And I think that people right now are just too scared to see that, but like, it's all of us. We're in this together. We're all going to be okay. Mm. I think that's probably what people need to hear most, that they need to do their due diligence, that they need to take precautions and um, yeah. do the things that our, our, our trusted experts have, have said, not necessarily like your neighbor or your cousin's <laughs> friend, but the things that the trusted yeah. experts have said. Um, but also, I think people do need to hear that we're, we're going to be okay. We're going to get through this. And it never have we all been in this together so much as, mm-hmm. as right now. I mean, this is a global, a global issue. Um, if you had a piece of advice or encouraging words, just kind of in the same vein of what we're talking about, um, to business owners or really just anybody, what, what would you say to them if they were all listening right now? Oh gosh, there's a couple things. One of the first ones I would say is don't cut off your nose despite your face. I feel like some are just making rash decisions out of fear. And the reality is, is that we need to kind of come together and support each other um, and not allow the fear to take hold. Do we need to be prudent? Yes. Do we need to plan? Yes. Do we need to plan for the worst? Probably. Um, But that doesn't mean that we need to allow that planning to take over what we think is really going to happen. We can still believe in the good. We can still believe that it's going to be fine because it will be. It ultimately will be. This is something we're all going to remember. It's going to forever change all of us, but that doesn't mean that it has to change us in a negative fashion. It can certainly change us for the good. Hmm. That's good. That's a really good point. Yeah. It's uh, it's it, it's just a good reminder, and there's many of us, and you know, I've mentioned this before, but especially as business owners or just parents, you know, we are leaders in our community, we're leaders in our families, we're leaders in our businesses, and it's so important to maintain perspective, and also, you know, this is a time where some some people are really feeling a leadership gap, and yeah, you know, those of us we we have to stand up and fill that leadership gap, like people are actively needing us right now to step up. And uh, sometimes people need to hear, it's going to be okay. We're going to do the right thing. We're going to do the next right thing. We're going to take our precautions, but but we are going to get through this. Um, but I think it's just, you know, you said you're vocal on, on social media, which I've definitely seen. It's great. Um, <laughs> but I think that's so important to get out there and you're saying combat the negativity, but, um, you know, also remind people, Hey, we need to take the precautions, but we are going to get to the other side of this and we can lock arms and do this together because though we're experiencing social distancing, if done well, this can bring us together like nothing else has. Absolutely. And so you you asked what I'm not doing. And I would say one of the big things that I'm not doing is I'm not putting my fears out there. I am human. Of course, I have some fears. I watched Contagion last night. So of course, I have some fears. (laughs) What? That's the one thing you're not supposed to do right now. (laughs) No, that was proper planning, in my opinion. What is the worst case scenario? And how do we prepare for it? Um, And and you know what, in all honesty, in watching that, which is a, a bit of a a terrifying movie right now, especially you realize, Oh, it, this isn't that bad. This is not as bad as that, that was in the movie. Right. So, um, but no, I'm, I'm not putting my fears or concerns out there. Um, other than just rational planning. Um, but I think that that's important. Some people are literally putting every bit of fear out 
as they as they come across it and we kind of need to internalize that just enough to make sure it's even rational if it's Mm. rational okay fine so be it but I think a lot of what's going out there isn't and so I am not putting any of my fears out there um, at this point in time and I'm going to try my best to maintain that because often our fears are irrational Mm mm-hmm that's a really good point. That's because a, a lot of people are being a megaphone for everything that they're hearing, um, yeah. and it's it's really it scares people. Um, and it's it's different if it's from a verified source. But ultimately, I think we need to have a place that we can discuss our fears. But I don't believe that social media is it. I think that we have yeah. maybe one or two trusted people that we can. Uh, you know, safe places we can go and say, hey, I'm concerned about this and maybe this is rational, maybe this is irrational, I'm not sure. Um, but, you know, designate those one or two people and then, you know, keep it to them. But when people are putting it out and, hey, a thousand people are going to hear that, you know, well, so-and-so's brother just heard this or, I mean, it really does create a lot of um, of unnecessary fear. So that's a yeah. really, it's a really good point. I think I, I have put it out there a little bit with regard to the severity of this, of like taking it serious and not blowing it off because I mm-hmm. see, I've seen so many do that, sure. but many are blowing it off for the sake of the fear of what's going to happen to the economy. And that part of it to me is such an irrational fear. Yeah. Is it, is it down right now? Yes. Is it down to 2008 figures? No. <laughs> Mm-hmm. No, we've been in worse. And did we, did we survive it? Yes, we did. Shit. I started my business during that. So, uh, will we be okay? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, thank you so much for your time today, Ray. It was great talking to you and, um, we're going to put, we're going to put, uh, links to your business, um, on this. Um, but let me, let me ask one final question. How do we support you in this time? How do we as Pivot Me listeners support you during this? I think that it's really easy to see the places that you would physically walk into that you can't now and recognize that they are struggling. But don't forget about all of the small businesses that you support online. Uh, If you have the money to still make some of those purchases, do. Because we're struggling too. It's just not as obvious because you don't walk in the door. Mm. That's a really good point. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thanks again. <laughs> thank you so much for dialing in today. And don't forget, make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast. And if you love what you hear, give us a five-star review. It means the world to us. Hit me up on Instagram at the April Garcia or check us out online at pivot-me.com. This is all made possible with the support of you listeners, the numerous contributors and our clients. Our music and production is by the amazing Rockwood Audio. Join me next time for more tips on how to hack success. And until then, make it a great day. Thanks, guys. You guys are amazing.